people of Gotham. Oh. It's time oh, for the Arkham Podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> I am your host this week, Batman. Someone, someone me, and with me as always, Jason fucking Todd. Jason <laughs> fucking Todd. <laughs> episode of the chips and bits podcast uh i'm actually not batman but <laughs> but kenny i think matt was looking to me for some shtick but i was like yeah that is a true right. fact what, what is the next true true and unrelated what is the next part <laughs> uh the next part is we are obviously talking about batman arkham knight yes and this is one of those games i don't think is going to be too much of a surprise but I could be wrong. Can, I, I, can wrong. I just tell them? Can I just tell them? Sure. We love it. <laughs> we don't just love it. We think it's the best of our one of our favorite game series. It's, yeah, it's the best. Which puts it up there with like Mass Effect 2, it, yeah. and it's just like, it was, it was so good. It's the best Batman game for sure. Ever. And ever. It, that makes it one of the best games I've ever played. Although the Batman uh, pinball game from the 1989 movie was pretty good. Yeah. Nope. Nope, you just, yeah, okay, well. No, but this game's great. Okay. Um, so it, it, it's the culmination of a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> I hope it's safe that we can assume that if you're listening to this and interested in Batman games at all, that you've played the other ones, or at least some of them. Yeah, and that you don't mind spoilers because the Arkham Knight's Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're supposed, if you give a spoiler warning, you're supposed to give a slight, slightly larger gap between the word spoiler <clears throat> and the spoiler itself. Yeah, yeah, the organized Jason Todd. He though. is. He's Jason yeah. fucking Todd. Oh, God, it bothered me um, so much. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Well, let's get to that later. Okay. Continue your introduction of the greatest game we've ever played. So it, it's... Or at it, least one of them. It's it's the end um, of what... Uh, this we, are, we are incredibly biased toward these games. So I don't think we oh, can yeah, actually yeah, give... Yeah. I mean... We'd love City. We loved Asylum. And they are excellent games. But I think the fact that it's a superhero Batman game also is kind of kind of taints us a little bit. Mm, a little bit. But no. I don't think enough, you know, not a significant enough amount to not, not call out that the caliber of all of the things in this game is far superior to most other games. Yeah. I mean, you're talking graphics, story... Oh god! Game one of the play. best Batman stories. Seriously, yeah, unbelievable. Pacing, yeah, open world combat system. Arkham Knight is system. Jason I mean, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean everything. Everything about this game is so well polished yeah. and put together and paced and delivered to you. It's like it's like playing crack playing this game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Um, um, so that's it. Yep. That was the Chips and Biz podcast. Go play Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight is Jason Todd. You'll love it. You'll love it, but not the Jason Todd twist. So, <laughs> you'll like that one. I'm really was, hung up fun. on that one. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I, you had hinted at it, but I, I didn't know it was going to be such a big deal. Right. I see. So, here's the thing. When they first started doing that, I thought what they were doing is they were going to do that, um, 
I don't even know what you would call it, but like the fa- the 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 red herring, red herring, where they were giving. Oh, you him- mean the famous <clears throat> golden era comic villain, red herring, the double red herring? Yes. Um, I, so I thought that they were using the whole Jason Todd storyline to make you think that that's what it would be and who it was actually going to... I thought this was actually what was going to happen. I thought it was going to be actual Robin. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And we also talked... I told you, I remember explicitly telling you, if it's Jason Todd, I'm going to be disappointed. Yes, you did say that. I did say that before either of us knew who the Arkham yes. Knight was. And so, yeah, I, th- I thought it was going to be Jason Todd, but I had hoped that they Here's would actually why. be... They, they hyped up a brand new character. And to their credit... The design of the Arkham Knight He's awesome. is fantastic. He's a great villain. He is a fantastic villain. Yeah. And obviously, since it's personal, because Jason Todd was the Robin who got killed by Joker yes. uh, in the in the comic books. In the game, he's not killed. It's a trick the Joker plays. Yes. Oh, one of the many tricks the Joker plays in this game. Yeah. Which was which was the best surprise of the it, game. Yeah, it really was. Um that the Joker was in it. He's a fucking main character and in Mark, the game. And Mark Hamill's and pretty much Robin the whole game. Yeah, so He just great. follows you along and makes commentary and psychological commentary on your state of mind. Yeah, what you're thinking, what you're doing, what you should oh, do. Oh, so good. <laughs> and he so shows good. up. The way that he shows up is so great. I mean, they've got him planted everywhere in the city. Yeah. So you'll be swooping from rooftop to rooftop, and you'll climb up over the top of a balcony, and then he's just sitting over there on a balcony like, oh, yeah. hey, bats, how's it going? Well, let me kind of go over the story a little bit because I have a feeling in future podcasts you're going to go on and on about the story of other games. It's the, possible. It the, does happen. Um, the premise of the game is Scarecrow has um, spread this toxin. Well, he he, he messed up a... Di- he used, Scarecrow uses fear toxin to mess with people. He did a demonstration in a diner and everyone in Gotham got evacuated out because he was threatening essentially chemical a chemical weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how the game starts. Uh, and... You come in and uh, talk to Gordon, and it's another you know night to remember where he's he's recruited tons of people, and uh, it slowly unfolds over time. Different villains get woven in in really excellent ways. Just so good. I, I believe he says something like, "It's gonna be a long night, Jim." Yeah, it's gonna be a long night. What well, did they did change the voice actor for they James did. Gordon, yeah. and he was like talking like he was. this. He was, he was, <laughs> I, he was quite, he was questionable. It was a questionable change, but the one in Arkham City wasn't that okay, good. Okay, He wasn't that good. I listened to him. Um, I played through all of the Batman games and a hundred percent of them before I played Arkham Knight. I did all of them except Origins, which technically is no. I mean, I literally yet. did that the last few months. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot. Yeah, not that over you're time. Crazy. Yeah, then I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I keep you writing. Keep me crazy. So, in the middle of the game, you're in one of Scarecrow's chemical factories. Are you sure you're not crazy? I'm pretty sure I'm not crazy. In the middle of the game, you're in one of uh, Scarecrow's chemical factories, and uh, you get a high dosage of it. And then you turn to your right, and the Joker appears, and he shoots, he shoots you with his fake gun. Mm-hmm. This is important because the very beginning of the game is when you burn the Joker's body. Because you've killed him in the previous game. In the previous game, he killed himself, arguably. Another spoiler for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, that's at the very... I mean, I can't do much for you if you play this game. That's at the very beginning. If you play this game, you got to know you killed Joker. So the gas uh, plays an effect on something that you already have in yourself from the last two games. Like, it's this big, long story, essentially, about this chemical... Uh, that Joker made. And Joker is a hallucination through the whole game. And the best part was they hid this, but Mark Hamill 
plays the Joker one last time. Mm-hmm. And he is, well, he's, now he's going to play it one more time. And they just recently announced they're going to do the killing joke. But he is, he is probably, you know, it's toss up between him and Heath Ledger for a best Joker. He's great. Toss up. Yeah. yeah. And so he follows you along and he makes this sort of psychological meta commentary where you go around and, uh, handle all these really fucked up dark situations yeah pretty yeah pretty dark it's a dark game it's uh i heard someone describe it as a batman game that thinks batman's like batman as a concept it's just like pointing out how fucking crazy (laughs) like like how batman how fucking crazy being batman is is a it's an anti-batman batman Batman story yeah Um, they definitely put you in a position where you're like jesus man yeah um and so the Scarecrow is one of my favorite villains, and I yep. think this game did a really good job of, of showing why I think he's really underutilized and things, because he's he can be really fucked up. Oh, he's super manipulative, yeah. just like off off the charts. Uh, played by the guy who uh, was in Fringe, who was amazing in Fringe. The Doctor? Yeah. Hmm. He, he was, he's so good. Yeah, they changed the voice actor for Scarecrow, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They I noticed that they changed the voice cast to people who get more money for doing voice <laughs> casting. Um. Uh, so, yeah, and then the Arkham Knight appears with his tanks, which the Batmobile, uh, when we saw the reviews come out for this game, one of the things that Matt said was, uh, it seems like whether or not you like this game is contingent on whether or not you like the Batmobile. And yeah. I think that is the best, most accurate statement about whether or not you're going to love this game. I would agree, because there's a lot of Batmobile. So, obviously, we obviously. both really fucking love the Batmobile. I thought the Batmobile was fucking it awesome. It was so great. It was so easy to drive, too. And you play driving games, so that's like, you, that's easier for you. But for me, it was easier to get around with it than uh, other games, like GTA games and stuff. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And they've got this great, great animation where anywhere you are in the city, if you're flying around, you're on top of a rooftop, you can hit L1. Well, I played on PS4. You can hit a button. And you call the Batmobile to your location. Oh, God. And if you're yeah. in mid-flight or in mid-air, it drives underneath you. And you either do a sequence where you drop to the ground like a just crazy person and then jump and flip backwards into the Batmobile. Or sometimes if you timed it just right, the car will pull underneath you. You'll swoop down, fly into it as it's moving, and then you can keep driving. It's so great. And it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it so... was like, it's one of those things where every time I did it, I felt like a superhero, and I was like, this is amazing. They did such a good job. And, I mean, from the very beginning, from Arkham Asylum, they were just far and above anyone else's approach to, oh, this is this is what it means. This is sort of the escapist yeah. uh, fun that a video game can have, with, and this is what it means to be a superhero. You really feel like, you know, without all the minutiae, it's not like you're putting on the utility belt or anything. No, no, I get exactly what you mean. I mean, you can have superpowers in any game, and there's games, there's great superpower games like Infamous, you know, just, they're great action games, but this series of games, far and away, is, you you literally feel like you're you're Batman, and this is what it would be like to be in Gotham City for a night, the shittiest night ever. Yeah. As Batman, and that's really compelling. Right. Um, I think one of the uh, the best parts about the Batmobile was um, how they used it cleverly in certain uh, puzzles, actually. Yeah, so you can remote control the Batmobile as one of your tools. There was one... Uh, Rid- so in all the Arkham games, there's Riddler. Riddler has quizzes and weird things he does and races and all this weird stuff throughout the city. Um, to step away from the plot a bit. Um, but sure. there was one 
uh, Riddler trophy where you go into the room with the Batmobile and um, the there's a force field between the three question marks and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one took me fucking forever. I, that took me a while to figure out, yes. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. You, yeah. you had to eject out of it before the force field turned back You had up. to depower it and then yeah. eject out of it and then, and then deploy line launch. the line yeah. launcher. Oh, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was really hard. Yeah, yeah, that, that one took me forever. Um, but that's the, the Riddler things are kind of... I just got a little distracted there because while that is a side quest, the side quests in this game are... There's so many of them and they're all minus one. Except one. Yeah. super fun really fun and really well tied to the the whole the whole plot like just so just so good i like i, I was surprised and I, I i just it was just really great yeah i i really like I, I was delighted by the fact that some of the side quests like the riddler side quest there's 247 of them yeah which sounds overwhelming and it was a little overwhelming because there's so much stuff to do but other ones that were still really great like the hush side quest yeah is just Five minutes. It's Five minutes. One, you 100% it, you go through one action sequence and you're done. But the coolest and fucking it was part so good. was that that was a loose end from the previous game. Yeah. Just, they tied it all up. In Everything a really nice they way. left open, actually, like they, they, they put a bow on almost every single open plot line they had. Yeah. It was so good. Yep. And then there was Man Bat. How Man Bat was great. So fun. And uh, so let's, let's talk about that for a second because one of the coolest parts about man bat was the reveal that he was uh in in the game and that you had to capture there's a jump scare for man bat (laughs) and it was i mean there's jump scares in game that was legitimately like i jumped out of my seat yeah um it was a really quick you're you're they basically any building that they that is in the area that man bat can be in you are going from rooftop to rooftop and right as you get to the top of it instead of flying off into one of your jumps like you normally would as batman right before that happens they just zoom the camera in immediately and man bat comes over the top of the the ledge and like screeches in your face yeah so i have a good story about this one and that's why matt brought it up i had just finished the main story question and my little brother was sitting next to me shithead we call my little brother shithead and shithead was sitting next to me and uh, I do the line launcher, and I think I'm just going. So I pause the game, and I, I like as I'm going, I pause the game, and I turn to Andrew, and Andrew's kind of, yeah. You can you feel that turning? A- like Andrew that? or shithead? Shithead. Okay. Uh, shithead is looking at me uh, and looking at the screen, and I'm like, what? And then I turn to the screen, and I paused it right as that moment was happening. So <laughs> what I was looking at, because the pause screen actually, um, just, yeah, just it's transparent, yeah. like you can see it. I just see man bat there. And I'm like, oh, that would have been way cooler if I hadn't paused it at that time. Uh, because now I did. The, and then I hit yeah. unpaused it and it was not scary no, whatsoever. No, no I was just like, been. but I was like, hey, cool, Man Bat. Yeah. Man Bat's yeah. such a great, like, C-level character yeah. in Batman. And they used him really well in the animated series. Well, the animated mm-hmm. series did everything really well. But uh, he was really great in this game, too. Yeah. They, the other thing is they didn't skimp on how they structured the different side quests for the different villains you know that there are other games similar in structure to this where basically there's the core game concepts and then they come up with you know one other game concept like building a bomb not to name names yeah and all of the side missions like employ this one mechanic or this one style of play sneaking up on your wife and giving her a kiss like yeah kissing your wife yeah um and Batman does not do that. You know, when it's a Firefly mission, you're chasing him around with your car, trying to get close to him, trying to anchor, trying to launch into him and tackle him to the ground because he's flying and spewing flames everywhere. When it's Man Bat, you have to get up high, hear, listen to his cry 
find him without a map, dive from above and tackle him. You know, like they're all yeah. they're all Batman and they're all slightly different tweaks with different styles of play. Pretty easy to find Man Bat with the detective mode though. Oh really? Yeah. Is he shows up on the radar. He's like Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, flapping and yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have been much easier to find him. Yeah, it was super easy, man. <laughs> I like find him. That that was a quick quest for me, pretty much every time. So yeah, side quests were great. Um, so let's go back to the side quests. Of... Lead to actually another. Uh, we can get back to the pot. We got time, baby. Okay, uh, great. One of the greatest thing about side quests, which is the dual combat play. Yeah, that was actually really cool. It was way. It seems like a gimmicky thing, like bombs, for example. Not to name names. No. Yeah. Uh, I know where you go. I thought it was going to be not cool at all. Yeah, because you just think that sort of it just it just seems like a cheesy thing they throw in sure, to be like throw oh another hey. character in there I'll play as Catwoman yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. And so other characters from Batman would show up in in different situations, mostly side quests, except for one amazing main quest. <laughs> and uh, you uh, you could switch between them when you were fighting. They'd usually set you up in an arena style battle room somehow, some plot driven way, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then you could swap, but you could also do takedowns, which would knock an enemy out of play mm-hmm. uh, by throwing them. And they had these amazing animations. Oh, yeah. like they were just, And the, one of the better parts is that they the stylistically, each character plays very different. Like mm-hmm. Nightwing plays much different than Batman, who plays much different than Catwoman, yep. uh, who plays much different than Robin, yep. who plays much different than Oracle. Yep. Cause, okay. Because you don't play Oracle. No. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. But it is much different. I will say that um, <clears throat> Cat Catwoman doing the the dual um, play as Catwoman is by far the best because they have um, motivating reasons other than the takedowns that you need to switch characters. Mainly, you fight a lot of Riddler with Catwoman because she's captured by him in the story. Yeah, and he deploys robots because he's a chicken shit. Yeah, um, and certain colored robots you can only hit with Catwoman. You know, vice versa with Batman. So you right. have to actually switch characters. And I thought that was just a slightly more. And those robots version. would change their stripes too. So Mid you fight, could be playing yeah. as Catwoman and going after one of hers, and then it would turn to a Batman one and you get electrocuted. Yeah, it was, it was so, great. Yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Uh, anyway, back to the main story. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Jason Todd or just someone random like that? Yeah, sure. I mean, let's, let's just talk about Jason fucking Todd while we're at it. Yeah. So yeah. Jason Todd is the Arkham Knight. He really is. He's great. He's fantastic. The Arkham Knight um, was just so good. The premise is that uh, Batman thought that Joker had killed Jason Todd. Yep. But it turned out Joker hadn't. He just sort he of turned brain- him. brainwashed yeah. him. Yeah, he turned him. Uh, and let him go. Mm-hmm. And it also turned out that to tie it into the main series, he was in the old Arkham wing. Yep. So the whole time. Um, which is great because then like the whole time throughout the game when you're like who is this fucking arkham knight no 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 listen to my problem with that okay they don't really allude to that in any of the other games no of course not there's no there's no mention of it no so why i thought that the um arkham knight to be really to be really on point with the whole series should have been damien which is uh bruce wayne and talia's son uh do i know him by a different name Talia Al Ghul, Ra's no, no, Al Ghul. Damien. Damien is the newest Robin. Oh, okay. Damien Wayne. Gotcha. Yeah. So my thought was that if Talia got killed, yeah, in the which she did, she in did. the city. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, Spoiler alert! alert. <laughs> uh, Arkham Knight is Jason Dodd. Uh, the rosebud is his childhood slut. Right, right, right. Um, 
then it would make more sense for Damien to show up as like the surprise character whose mom died in the last game and he's pissed off. That's why he would be the Arkham Knight because of Arkham City. So I, I guess I, the way I had taken that is what I assumed happened was that the fact that he was in um, the Arkham Wing was planted. Like I, I didn't take it to be that he literally was actually there as a patient, but that they had planted that as a, like a distract like no do you, did you miss they they said the joker tortured him in a busted version like a non-accessible version of that's where he kept him oh yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. i didn't yeah, yeah i didn't draw those particular yeah, yeah. together so that's why he's the arkham knight okay yeah i think it was kind of unclear good thing is doesn't matter doesn't cuz he's a, i mean the suit is great the suit is fantastic yeah i mean he looks badass yeah both suits batman got a new suit too yeah he did uh and that was pretty amazing yeah, the Arkhamite's great. He has this, you know, kind of voice uh, transcoder. He's a whiner, just like Jason Todd. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> a whiny fucking bastard. Yeah. It was funny looking back on it because, yeah, he, the, the way he talks is like how you would imagine Jason Todd with a voice and yeah, yeah. like, yeah. whatever, dad. Yeah. 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 Like, like a whiny I know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Except he's like, yeah. I know you better than you know yourself. Oh, yeah. The voice is cool. They do yeah. really good uh, audio stuff. Yeah, it's great. Just like Mr. Freeze's voice in the second game. Yep. Oh, it was so good. It was. Who else dies? Oh, Poison Ivy dies. Oh, that was oh, that was uh, unbelievably delightful. Yeah. Not like Schadenfreude. Like no, no. The 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 character arc of Poison Ivy in the game is 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 actually kind of sweet. Yeah, it's, it's a very tortured. Um, she dies to save the plants, which is what she would do. Yeah, and she like kind of like from a scarecrow goes toxin. back to the earth. She like does this weird yeah disintegration thing, and it was like oof. Cool, but it also is just like it shows how much they know. How I, I mean, clearly Rocksteady knows what they're talking about. Yeah. But it shows that that her main goal has always been the plants. It's not to be a villain. Yeah, it's just like plants are a thing. And now she was she was faced with a situation where this scarecrow did unleash gas on the city. He did at a point in the game. The entire city isn't covered with fear gas, which it's pretty like amazing. Everything else in this game was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, so good. But Poison Ivy was the hero of that. But in order to do that, she had to sacrifice herself. Yeah. It was uh, it was really well done. And uh, one of the things that happened that I just remembered after talking about that is once the poison cloud cleared, did you notice that it, the, everything was completely silent? No. Yes, the whole, the whole but city. But now that you say it, the whole I, city, was, I was focused on the... Um... The interesting particle effects from yeah. the plants, because it cleared the... Right, right. I, and they were everywhere. It was like these little dust parts, and the city yeah. looked great Yeah. Um, after it had been like in clouds for so long. Yep. But no, I hadn't noticed the silence, actually. Yeah. There was no one on the street. It was dead silent. Neat. It was so such a nice touch. And that's what this game is pretty much all about, unless you bought the PC version. Uh, <laughs> really, really nice touches. Like, I, it is so... And we did. We did buy, we the, did PC buy the PC version. version. <laughs> yeah. I actually think it's great that we made it 20 minutes into the podcast and I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. Unlike probably anyone else that bought the PC version. It sucks because I think they did such a good job with the game and then to just have the PC version be what it is. Yeah. It just shits on on what is an amazing game. It really does, yeah. I, they must feel... If I was, was Rocksteady right now, because the company who pretty much built the game didn't actually work on the PC version. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Uh, if I was Rocksteady, I would just be heartbroken oh yeah i would just be absolutely heartbroken that this amazing game mm -hmm. that clearly like is well thought out um 
Fuck, you know, I was just seeing a video the other day. I think I showed it to you. Just to give you an idea of how well thought out this game is. On Halloween, if you play Arkham Knight, yeah. Man Bat escapes from prison. Mm-hmm. And that, like, how many people are going to run into that? It's June, like... Yeah, it won't be a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's, since the PC fixes won't be out until next year, it's going to be a really long no, time. No, no, the PCs are coming out in August. Oh, okay, well, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then probably lots of PC people will play it. I mean, but by October, you don't just you don't just play this no, game casually. No, you play casually. Batman in like two weeks straight, <laughs> yeah. just no matter what. Yeah. yeah, you're just like, okay, I'm going to go to the next area. Speaking of areas, though, you know, like that segue? We should talk about, not only did this game actually let you get to play as Batman, but it lets you experience the Batman and Robin dynamic uh, unlike any other game ever. I don't even know how they would, how they would they'd get better than at a certain point in the game, it's you and Robin taking over a whole area mm-hmm. and you do both modes, which was rare because in usually with they do the dual combat mode, you'd mostly just be fighting. Mm-hmm. But with Robin, you actually did the sneaking stuff too. Yeah. Um, and you would trade. You'd be like, okay, I'm ready take him out and then yeah you point at a target and be like take him out and it just felt so like like just like flying into the batmobile it just felt like like holy shit this is so much fun i want to be more clever so i can do more clever things in these areas yeah what was funny about it is that they were using the same mechanic they were using the drop and you know the uh the takedown mechanic where you instantly uh but i mean you could just sorry walk around as robin and do sneak attacks you don't you don't kill them right (laughs) you incapacitate them. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <clears throat> and so, you know, they're using that takedown mechanic, but you see it from a different perspective. And it's the first time that's happened. You always see it from the, the, you know, slightly third person, first person perspective when you are doing the dropping. Right. And you'd be perched up on some other ledge and you'd do the scoping out part. And then you'd just say, go ahead, Robin. And you'd see him just come out of nowhere and just be like, whoosh, dead. Or, yeah. Sorry, incapacitated. Yeah. And it was so cool. It was so much fun. That whole sequence... Uh, with, uh, so one of the, the central premise, the reason you're seeing the Joker is in the first game, uh, Joker comes up with this really strong formula for this thing called Titan. And then the second game, he, uh, injects you with his blood, which has some of the Titan formula in it. And, uh, some other people get them in the, in the background of the story of Arkham city because he distributes his blood to hospitals. Yeah. He's trying um, to create other jokes. It might actually be in the first game, actually, where he distributes blood. Yeah, it is the mm-hmm. first game where he distributes yep. blood to hospitals, and it carries through until this game, where it turns out that you can't cure. You thought you had cured it in the last game, but yep. you actually can't cure this thing. It'll turn you into a Joker. So you find people who have shown Joker-like qualities, and you and you put them into yep. cages. It's at a TV studio that, of course, Batman owns and Robin's there. And then Harley, why not? Harley Quinn finds out about this because Mr. J's dead mm-hmm. and she wants a new uh, Joker, takes over the place. And uh, you go to these three different rooms, one of which is, I shit you not, uh, a song and dance number while you play as Robin yeah. walking around defusing bombs while Mark Hamill as the Joker is singing to Batman about Arkham. Yeah. Basically, Batman is keeping his focus while Robin sneaks behind Joker and dismantles a sequence of bombs uh, and then takes him out. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so like Man Bat to some. Oh, mm-hmm. it was so it was so unexpected, but just really, really hilarious and really fun. It was fun gameplay, yeah. too. And like to drive the point home, that's just one example of a very well-crafted and exceptionally fun 
play. Yeah. That makes up like two percent of the game. Not even. 2%, I mean, it's huge. It, it, I mean, the game it's is gigantic. massive, and yeah. every single different piece and sub story, and plotline and character is so intricately crafted and well woven into the story that it's it's almost like you played twelve games in this one game. Yeah. It's just super fun. But if you don't like the Batmobile, you probably won't like the game too much. You you reminded me actually when you were talking about the transition between. Um, scarecrow cloudy version and the other version yeah uh one of the things i other than the visual of that part which was fantastic one of the things i actually did like and i thought i wonder if they threw that in there specifically for that is that you've been using the batmobile substantially throughout the first part of the game and one of the interesting parts about when the city gets taken over by the scarecrow's fear toxin is that you can't land on the ground anymore you have to fly everywhere between all the buildings it's like you can't use the batmobile for this long stretch in the middle of the game uh, and that was really fun. Yeah. Because when you got back to the Batmobile, you're like, fuck, finally, I can like drive around in the Batmobile. It's so funny. I actually flew around more than I drove around the city. Oh, really? I drove all the time everywhere. Yeah. No, I loved, I love flying. I love it too. It's just yeah. slower. No, I could get it pretty fast. I mean, yes. Not as fast as the Batmobile, but. Not as fast. Yeah. Uh, Plus, you got to dive into the Batmobile. I, well, I mean, of course I dived in this several just times. Every day. It's always disappointing, though, when he looks like he's going to dive in the Batmobile, and then he just lands right next yeah. to it. And you're just like, oh, Batman, come on. <laughs> My favorite part would uh, were the times when um, you, the Batmobile was just right around the corner from something, yeah. and you just kind of, like, tripped the recycle zone. And so you know you parked it right around the corner, and you'd hit the come here button. Uh, and because it was out of view, that would come from like the other yeah, side. Yeah. So you're like, whoa, it got over there really fast. So you should, we should probably talk about one of your uh, gripes uh, uh, in regards okay. to the Batmobile and running into people. <laughs> it's not a gripe. It's just something I think is silly. Yeah. I, there's this big thing with Batman, right? And the fact that he doesn't kill anyone. I have one rule. I don't kill people. I have one rule. <laughs> and so that's fine. I mean, th there's always been the suspension of disbelief that, you right. know, he really punches the shit out of people and shoots them with tasers. Right. Until they, yeah, are incapacitated. Uh, but they've never got, they've always just like walked right along the edge of that. You've never, you could always like see, okay, fine. Yeah. He didn't crack that guy's skull with his foot. He just touched it lightly, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. In this game, one of the craziest parts is that you ride in the Batmobile and you're going like a hundred miles an hour through city streets. Yep. And there's the entire, the city was evacuated. Remember this. So anyone you see on the streets at any time is a criminal is a criminal. Yeah. Um, and you'll be driving through the streets at a hundred miles an hour and these criminals, they don't try very hard to avoid your car. Right. And so you plow through them just over and over and over again. And there's this thing in the game where you hit them. But if you hit a person like this electric discharge comes off the Batmobile and electrocutes them and they roll over and are incapacitated. And I just thought that that was just, it was too it far was too much. past the suspension of just, there's, there's no way you crashed into six people in succession at a hundred miles an hour. And they just were incapacitated on the side of the road. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I gotta say in a fictional world where a woman can talk to plants, I feel like that's perfectly reasonable. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's not a gripe. Right. I, I recognize that this is just, I yeah. hit my threshold and it's not entirely reasonable but it almost every time i hit someone yeah 
And again, there were other versions of this. Like you could have a uh, Batmobile assisted takedowns. Yeah, and it would shoot them with a beanbag. It would shoot them yeah. with supposedly this, in the air. this beanbag in midair yeah. from like a mile away. Yeah, at the speed of a cannon. But the tanks, there is a. Oh, we didn't even talk about the tank battle mode. No, we didn't. So the Batmobile has a tank battle mode. That's all you need to know, and it's used all the time in the game. And it's awesome. It is super fun. <laughs> Uh, but I can see someone totally not digging it. Oh yeah, if you're not a fan of that, and you gotta, you gotta upgrade, you gotta upgrade the fucker, man. Yeah, oh and, man, and quickly. Yeah, but they they make you choose upgrades they on do. a certain thing in the story. I thought I that got, was really cool. I got fucked by the upgrade tree. Oh really? Yeah, because I got to the point where I had, I finished. I delayed the Riddler missions. Oh unlike yeah, you. you know, no, I mean like in the plot based unlocking modes like there's the general in batman has sort of an rpg leveling point based system where mm-hmm. you can buy special abilities but throughout the game there's actually plot points where alfred or um uh, lucius fox will ask yep. you how you want to upgrade your yeah. batmobile mm-hmm. and so you, there's actually a choice there a permanent choice to how the batmobile works yep that is not a part of the skill tree I no believe. it's not yeah no so continue but I also got fucked by the yeah, yeah. general skill tree because right. I only did maybe 40 or 50 of the Riddler missions out of the 247 yeah. before I finished all the other, like the main story and all the other side quests. Yeah. Um, because you know, for me, I'm just the type of person where I have to be in Riddler mode. Yeah. Uh, and I'm usually not that way when there's other more compelling parts of the story to play. So I left it to the end and I found this one Riddler trophy on one of the islands that I, I finally found it and it's protected by mines. And mm-hmm. I tried forever to figure out how to get this Riddler trophy and had to go online and do the Google thing. And I was feeling Proximity all ashamed. Proximity mine deactivator. And I needed this, this upgrade. And yep. so I was like, okay, no problem. I'll go get the upgrade, right? Well, you need upgrade points. Well, I only have one upgrade point and there's two branches I need to unlock to get to the mine disruptor. It's going to cost me <laughs> seven upgrade points. So I need to somehow acquire six upgrade points with no more missions left to play. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what the You could f- fight thugs in the street. You could, and it would take you forever. Yeah. Or you could do the, you know, Batman equivalent of VR missions. Yeah. Um, and you could upgrade that way. But the VR missions, some of them are really hard. Really <laughs> so hard. It's like, it took me a long time to get that one upgrade yeah, so I could that grab that Yeah, that was one mechanic trophy. I didn't particularly care for. I'm not a huge fan of VR missions like that. Well, I mean... To if, learn things, it's great. If they had integrated... Yeah, so they did two good versions of that. One was as you uh, kind of learned about new skills... Um, you know, Batman would, before he crept into the area, would like dial up his little doot, 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 and like the VR thing would come up around him and you would practice this new technique before you employed it. And that was great. Also, um, with the Azrael missions, they employed it for you to prove to Batman that you could fight as well as he could by right. taking on VR missions. Without getting hit. Which were, again, fucking yeah. awesome. And Azrael is a character, that's the guy who took over after Bane broke Batman in the story. And he was actually a part of Arkham City. And he prophesized at the end of Arkham City. He was like, the end is coming, Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark times are upon us. And then he fucking shows up and he's like, hey, it's the end. Remember <laughs> like, that prophecy? Yeah, it, I'm here. But that was great because, you know, a lot of games just drop shit like yeah, that. They yeah. just, they're just like, you know what? I just, I, they, it just goes into the ether. It's like, oh, the end is coming. The future is nefarious. That's one of the, yeah, it's just one of the other the many things that I think makes this game great is that, you know, I, I, if this was the only Batman game you ever played, you'd love it. If you've played any of the other Batman games, you'll love it more. Even more. If and you didn't f- even play one that actually feeds into it a little bit. Yeah, I missed some of the like, uh, side stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, there's a lot of information that is actually really mm-hmm. interesting. I'm surprised they included it because they didn't make the game. But yeah. it seems like it was, they worked on the story then. I guess they... Yeah, good hat tips all around. Yeah. And yeah, you know, if you're a fan of just any of the characters or villains or anything, then add another multiplier to this game. I mean, it just keeps... Yeah. The more... 
you're invested in this game, the better it gets. But it doesn't distract from the fact that it's just at its core, it's just a fantastic game. On so its good, own. so good. I'm trying to think of like, like literally Barbara like, Gordon. Are you trying to think of like Barbara Gordon? No, I forgot. That's the thing. Like in order There's to so talk, many story in order parts. to talk about everything that was great in this game, we'd have to do two podcasts or one hour long podcast. And yeah. I don't think we're going to do that. We might, but I don't think we're going to do that. But I was going to push. I was gonna. I usually don't, but I was just like, well, there's so many things we love yeah, about this I mean, game. There's the, the but as, maybe we're just recounting the game at this point. It's not really helping anyone. We could cover things we have. I mean, we can reiterate things we haven't covered yet. There's one bad side mission. That's it. Yeah, that's the bad it's part of this. It's just game. so stupid. There's one bad side but mission. But apparently, if you pay attention to Jack Ryder throughout the game, it it's informed by the story. It's not particularly connected, but yeah, it's just it's it was dumb. It's short. It's weak. Um, it's, it's over. It's a character that's like, not really interesting. I don't really care about the character. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, what else? The graphics, fantastic. Yeah, um, we played on PS4, man. On P- on PC, this game's gonna look amazing. I can't even imagine. Like PS4. Yeah. Are you gonna slick. Are you gonna buy it and play it again on probably. PC? Probably. Yeah. yeah, if it's good. Yeah. Well, comes... then we haven't played any of the DLC. No, and I'll, I'll probably wait. Yeah. But yeah. I just mean like I could not believe the the how dro- good. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yeah. I was uh, blown away. Like, to go from Arkham City to Arkham Knight is to go from, like, black and white films to Technicolor. It, and the funny thing is, it's 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 little things. It's, like, all the environment yeah. and the rain. You just and walk into places. There's no loading times. There is an elevator to cover up loading sequences. <laughs> yep. There always is. But always an elevator. It's decent. Last of Us still wins the crown for best way to handle loading. Mm-hmm. That, that was just really clever on their part. Yeah, so, I mean, graphics were great. The combat system is Batman's combat system to a T. Which is the best combat system in any game Just ever. literally the it best. Is, it it's is so, so much fun. It is so great. And it doesn't get any worse than this. And the sneaking, they actually upped the sneaking. We didn't talk about the multi-takedown. I was just going to say, they made they actually, in the previous games... You, uh, if you don't, if you just go buy this fucking game. It's just <laughs> so unreasonably good. Well, like, sorry, caveat that, caveat that. If you want to play it today... Don't buy it on PC. <laughs> yeah, but can't. if you have a you PS4, it's a lot of people just have PS4s. Just buy it on... Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and get it on... P- uh, it's, get it's it on so PC on in the Steam sale on holiday when yeah. it comes out. Yeah, you totally. Know? Yeah, so uh, this game is amazing. We hope you uh, like it as much as we do. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to beat Batman, Kenny. Yeah. And also, we have a Patreon account. So Yeah, you know what? So here's this thing. We've been getting lots of great feedback from people, and we yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, and we've been toying around with the idea for a while. Of people like, is a strong word. I wouldn't pluralize it, but sorry. person per- to two. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe people. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, so we don't know exactly what we're going to do with it yet, but we're, we're no. going to play around with it. Um, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a, it's a web service that's kind of like open Kickstarter, where you can subscribe to people that you like you like what they provide our service is a podcast that yeah. we provide this amazing podcast and you basically if you want to um like throw a dollar our way every time we release a podcast it's a monetary way that you can basically show your support and let us know that you appreciate yeah. what we do but if you want to talk about the podcast come on facebook and talk to us i mean and on comment on it or uh you can do use twitter yeah, you can use anything. And Twitter's so, like a cesspool for things. But, yeah. you know, it's a cesspool where we can talk to people. Yeah. And so we just think of it as another outlet. It's something that a couple people have asked us for. And so we're going to go for it. Um, you're supposed to come up with, uh, like, goals and kind of some reward tiers uh, as to what you get if you reach it. Like, if you're if you're a brave soul and for some reason you think we're worth $5 yeah. per episode or something okay. crazy. This I mean, is enough about our Patreon account. Yeah. We're working on that shit. We don't have it already. But yeah. if you just want to give us money, carte blanche, hey sure yeah so we'll pay the five dollar server fee thank you when you hear this uh 
when you hear this podcast, go yeah. to the website. We'll have a link there um, that you can click on. You can go read about it. And if you decide to do it, you decide to do it, we'll be thankful. Yeah. And if not, we still don't care. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're still going to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We, for some reason, are still doing the podcast. We're, mas- we're masochistic. So yeah, yeah. it's hard to get us to uh, stop well, doing more like things. Matt's masochistic. But yeah. Um, what else? There's something else we got to cover, too. Oh, our next podcast. You know what's up next? I don't know, Kenny. What is up next? Uh, uh, some game. I think we might do Enslaved. I think it's DMC. Definitely DMC. Mm, no. No? No, I think it's Enslaved. Madden 2015? No. no. Definitely not Madden. <laughs> I mean, one of these times we should, just because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Enslaved. Um, and we're going to talk Which about it. Which you've probably never heard of. you probably never heard of it, but yep. we have. Um, yep. Well, very good, Matt. We've heard of it. Yeah, and beaten it. And we're going to talk about it like we've never talked about it before. We got a full podcast schedule lined up. We do. We are uh, got some busy months coming up. Yeah, and then we're off for winter break. Winter break. Yeah, we're taking a little break at the end. So that was Batman. Um, Uh. I hope to God that we talked it up enough that if you have not bought this game yet and you have any free time, you go buy it right now and play it because I would love more people to play it and talk to us about it because it's so good. Yeah, but also play South Park first. I mean, if you're gonna, for God's sake, if you're gonna play a game, South Park really is the greatest, and then Arkham Knight is is great too. South Park's different. Yeah, I just want people Batman's to play Batman's a popcorn game, and it's a good fucking popcorn game. I want people to play both those games because I want more of them. You should, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, Batman Arkham Knight uh, for the Chips and Bits podcast. I am Matthew Anderson, and uh, across from me... It's Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder. Jason fucking Todd, Jason, Kenny Myers. Jason Todd, <laughs> Kenny Myers. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you again next month. Don't forget, Arkham Knight is Jason Todd. It's the bad.